one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, what a revelation at the start of this week's episode of NXT. We saw Nikita Lyons and Blair Davenport fighting in the parking lot, that dastardly parking lot, when all of a sudden there was like a crossfade and they were fighting their way towards the ring, but they changed their clothes, which means at some point in terms of continuity, they had gone, wait a minute, wait a minute, everybody calm down, I need to put my proper pants on. They also timed their fight wonderfully because they then did have a match. I don't care, man. I love stuff like this. I know it's nonsense and I know it's over the top, but it gives NXT so much personality personality injected into my veins. Also, hello, my friends. My name is Simon Miller, the Wrestling Review King, which I've now dubbed myself. Doesn't mean I'm any good at it. It just means that I do a lot of them, which is a lot like other people in positions of power. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Let's up those doubts. We weren't standing on ceremony either, Mr. Wayne, because like I say, we did go right into this match. Nikita Lyons has only been back a few weeks. Certainly though for Nikita, she had basically forgotten that she did have this injury, but Davenport didn't, and she went after it like it was flashing red. Actually, to be fair, that was only after Lyons had gone to kick Blair Davenport on the outside. She moved out the way, so what did Nikita do? She accidentally booted Rita the Ring Post. You know the deal. I hold up Rita the Ring Post rabbit in support of Rita the Ring Post. Now, my rabbit that I ordered still hasn't arrived, but trust me, it will be worth the wait. So for now, I use this guy. Look how grumpy he is. It's like wrestling Twitter. Blair then did go low, figuratively and literally, because she just hit a chop block. Nikita Lyons was like, oh, no, I'm all over the place, when Blair smashed her right in the face with a knee, and she pinned her. So while she kind of won, she also kind of didn't. Sounds to me like we got to do a round two. So I had no issues with this, and we just did what we had to do. We had that wonderful costume change, which I'm going to enjoy for a while. Up. Cody Rhodes then did the voiceover for the Dusty Classic, which I thought was very nice, when Carmelo Hayes basically became a Facebook post. Because he had some news for Trick Williams, but he wasn't very forthcoming with it. And my word, Trick had to drag this out of him. But essentially, it's this. We don't know when Ilya Dragunov is going to return, so I hope he is doing okay. So for the time being, let's keep the momentum going, and you and I, Trick, can enter the Dusty Classic. Now, Williams wasn't sure about this, because he wants to keep his eye on the prize. But then when Carmelo said, oh man, you can be two-titled Trick, Williams was so enamored with this name, he accepted. So once again, NXT rules. I did actually think this was quite creative, though, for a stopgap, though, because I don't think that NXT expected Elia to be out as long as this. And you just know that it's going to go bad. Eventually, they're going to fall out. That'll be a sad panda. Well, we did get into this tournament properly, because it was Gallus versus the amazing team of Bron Breaker and Baron Corbin. And I didn't know that I needed this in my life, but now that I've got it, 
It's more important than oxygen. Now, Baron must have not have watched the first match because he too went to punch free the ring post and he missed, which meant he hurt his hands. And Gallus saw this and they were like, <laughs> we're going to go after your digits. So my friend does come back in and I'm going to give him a kiss for no apparent reason. And the real jeopardy here is so I was like, wait a minute, Baron Corbin needs to do the hot tag to Bron Breaker. But where does his pain lie? Well, it's in his hands. So what is he going to do? Bless that man, he powered through, and he got the hot tag. Baker went absolutely nuts too, and at one point suplexed both of them. And look, this was an absolutely amazing feat of strength. But Gallus basically did catch one another, and they waited for Bron to do it. I don't care. It's another reason wrestling rules. It also allowed Baron Corbin to take his Phoenix down, when he basically blind tagged in, and at one point Bron was looking at Baron, and Baron was looking at Bron, when, I guess, Breaker felt something in the force. He speared Wolfgang, which allowed Corbin to hit the end of days, and they got the one, two, three. And I tell you, even though they probably will break up before they win the thing, I hope they are victorious. They're really good together. They just click. It's getting it up. When we got proper goofy wrestling for life after this, I love it. Poor Fallon Henley was indeed waiting on her farm for Tiffany Stratton, because Tiffany had locked that match, and this was the stipulation. Of course, Tiffany was not only late, but she turned up in her ring gear. Fallon Henley was like, listen, you can't be a farmhand wearing that. And Stratton was like, well, you know what? I'm going to do whatever I want. Basically, she was going to have to tend to a horse, though. And any time the word horse manure was mentioned... She just melted down. Now, look, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This was totally ludicrous and it was totally over the top, but that's why I enjoyed it so. What did you want? A drama? A William Shakespeare play? No, just be absolutely nonsense with it. We totally were. More later. We cut right from this to our women's champion, Lyra Valkyria was pondering who her next challenger was going to be. Now, it turned out she was massively lying to us because she already knew because somehow she now has booking powers because she has gone and got made a 20-person battle royal. Ah. She's also twisted it up a little bit because when they get to the final four, it will turn into a fatal four-way match. And I was like, yeah, why not? Do whatever you want. Lola Vice and Electra Lopez then interrupted because, of course, Lola does have that special contract, which was running wild through this episode of NXT. But she actually said these words. Everybody loves me. I can't help it. These people are like sheep. They follow my every move. I still can't help it. They love my Latina heat. Maybe just don't script everyone. Now, Valkyria tried to drive a wedge before them because she was like, well, maybe I think Lopez is better than you. When she was like, you know what? Screw it. You do have that contract. Let's have a fight right now. It looks like they were going to do this because a referee rang to the ring when Electra went, nope. She smacked Lyra right in the face. Of course, we were all panicking, thinking, well, this must be the end of Lyra Valkyria forever, when Tate and Paxley came out. And as we have been doing for the last few weeks, we continue to tease this tag team match. You do have to ask the question why Electra Lopez and Lola Vice decide to run away from one human being when they are two human beings. And look, this was fine. This was all right. But it just kind of felt a little bit flat. And I think really now, after the Becky Lynch stuff, Lyra needs some kind of blood feud. So I am going to give it a down, and I do admit that's a little bit of a lame down. I just think we could have done more with this, and we didn't. Luca Christofino was then talking to Ava Rain, saying, hey, look at this picture right here from my last match. As you can see, my foot was under the bottom rope, so I demand a rematch. And Rain was like, leave me alone, you absolute goober. I have other things to do. This was mostly because North American champion Dragon Lee is finally back. And just as they were having a chat, Lexus King walked in and from somewhere he had got his own contract drafted up because he wants to be a part of the open challenge. Lee had no problem signing this either, although he didn't even read it. I was like, bro, you probably should have looked into it a little bit, but that is going to be our main event for later. Just you wait. Before that, though, somebody decided we did need to keep pushing Josh Briggs, especially since he just broke up with his friends. 
Makes sense. Because he was facing Aura Mensa from the metaphor, and the rest of the metaphor were at ringside. And basically, Josh popped him. And Armdar kept casting distraction, but I do not think he learned. Because while it worked the first 72,000 times, on the 72,000 the first time he tried to do it, it went completely wrong when Briggs hit that crazy lariat and he just pinned Oramensa. I was like, well, there you go. Now, what I really liked is when Noam has a Heritage Cup match and all of his buddies try and interfere, they do a good job. But when he attempts to do it, well, nine times out of ten, it goes bad. Exhibit A. Briggs made sure to stare at Dar after this as well, so things did get super serious. And we should do that match again, and Josh Briggs should win the Heritage Cup because Noam has held it for such a long time that I actually feel like a pretty big deal. So this was fine. I mean, nothing to write home about. If I did that, my mum would be really confused. What the hell is a Heritage Cup? Give me a nap. It was back to the farm after this. I just love this nonsense. Because Fallon told Stratton that she had to bathe and wash a horse. And after she threw another tantrum, she did start doing it. But it was like the horse was covered in acid. She was like, oh man, I don't want to do it. Tiffany did power through this though when she thought she was done. And Henley was like, nope, now you've got to clean up some poop. Once again, even the mayor mentioned of poo, whatever you want to call it. Tiffany was like, ah, somebody save me. I mean, it really was so dumb, but the reactions were so over the top and the music was so silly. I was having a really good time and we've still got one last segment. This is why we had another tag team match, but it was absolutely nothing to do with the Dusty Classic. The tag team wrestling was all over the place. But it was our champions, Tony D and Stax, taking on Out the Mud. And while this was exactly what you think it would be, it's totally fine. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Nima and Price were absolutely raging too as they wrecked these fools on the outside. And this is when Stax found himself in the ring and he was getting beaten and he was getting beaten and he was getting beaten. And I was like, well, that must be it. We're going to get brand new champions. When from nowhere, Tony D got the hot tag. And I was like, wow, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm an idiot. Now, D'Angelo was able to get a bunch of offense in. But as soon as OTM had the upper hand, 
Stacks was magically ready to go. So I'd have a word with him, because unless he took a phoenix down, what the flub is going on? Scripps then totally freaked out because he thought his team were going to lose, so he just went to the top rope, which really made me laugh. And this is when Andriara Rizzo finally played her card, because she pushed him off the top rope and was like, man, you shouldn't have done it. So I bet the family were pleased that they signed her up when, of course, Stacks hit a dive and Tony hit that fisherman suplex buster thing and he got the one, two, three, and they are still your brand new tag team champions. So yeah, I guess it was just a way to do a tag team title match to remind you of the Dusty Classic. Like I say, it was okay. I can't complain. We then had the NXT Anonymous camera after this, and it was Chase U, with JC Jane telling everyone, listen, this school is totally screwed, but don't worry, I have a plan. Now, we never found out what this plan was going to be, but I thought this was really smart of NXT. It was just a way to continue the story, and we only took up about 45 seconds of TV time. I also think I spied Maddie Rankowski here, who was recently signed with NXT, and if you're not familiar with her work, I'll tell you this. She is going to fit in pretty damn well. It's then back to our North American title situation after this, because we were talking to Oberfemi. Now, he too has a magic contract he could cash in, because he won the men's breakout tournament, when Lexus Kin walked in, and he basically wound him up and prodded the bear. And I was like, Lexus, I don't think you should have done that. Now, I do want to say that I really like these two, because they're the complete polar opposites, but they both have individual characters, which genuinely is something that NXT is very good at. Now, put this away in your pocket, because again, there is more to talk about, but we'll get there. We also saw Rich Holland and Joe Coffey fall out backstage, so they're going to have a match next week. When we got to my favourite feud at the moment, and a match, it was Cora Jade taking on Gigi Dolan, because Gigi was super duper mad that Jade had taken her locker. This is the stuff that I want. Now, Gigi was so upset about this, she absolutely whipped Cora's ass, and at one point, she had the thing won... She was going to hit a finish when someone went, I want shenanigans. So we got shenanigans. Because just as he was about to go for her bomb of power, Cora Drade literally grabbed the referee, meaning poor Gigi fell on her ass when she turned around, got hit with a DDT, and she lost. Now, you think the referee would go, uh, no, you're not allowed to do that, but they didn't care. I will tell you this, though. Ever since Cora Jade has returned, there's just something different to her, and it feels like she's in line for a mega push and that she's ready for cook. I mean, don't tell anyone, but I'd make her the next NXT Women's Champion. Uh, OTM were then really upset backstage because they felt like they'd been screwed over. I was like, dude, you're totally wrong. They did bump into Jada Parker, though, who was like, man, you don't have a plan. You need a plan. As she spoke in riddles. And essentially what happened here is that she joined out the mud because they strolled off to talk business. So watch this space, I suppose. When we just had the most ludicrous Dusty Classic match. For it was Axiom and Nathan Fraser taking on Hank and Tank. So it's essentially flippy dippy doodah guys against super strong we're gonna throw you around guys. It was the most fun I've ever had in my life. Hyperbole. Walker and Ledger did spend a long time just hurling these fools across the ring. And because they are so agile they went miles. When Axiom just booted them in the head he tagged in Nathan Fraser. And he just did the same thing. Just like, pow, 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 pow. He's like a ping pong ball. But then got so many dives, I actually started to laugh, which must be good for the soul. When Nathan Fraser was like, oh yeah, you like that, did you? And he hit the most amazing Phoenix splash, and he got the three. I mean, you got to see it. He gets so high. Axiom had also taken out Tank before this by booting him in the face again, which made me chuckle. So they are going to the next round. And I actually think they are taking on Bron Breaker versus Baron Corbin. So I am circling that on my calendar. If that's bad, I will shave my head. This is getting an up. As ever, the Dusty Classic is just good. And then, well, I felt quite sorry for Tiffany Stratton. Because she was finishing cleaning the horse poop when Fallon Henley and her friends were all pointing going, 
What a loser. It's like, well, that just feels a little bit mean. Bless this Tiffany, though, because when she was done, she slipped and she fell into a trough full of water as she threw yet another tantrum going, ah, I don't want to be here. Talk about understanding your role. So this is an up for me because I'm just such a big fan of wrestling companies going on location to shoot things like this. It just gives you a completely different edge, not Adam Copeland. A fair play to everyone for just having a good time. I'm giving it an up. Now, of course, we can do the next match and Tiffany Stratton can win. Draw a line under it. Move on. And then... I have no idea what happened. Because Edris and Ofe and Malik Blade were getting all excited because they are going to be taking on Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes in the Dusty Classic when somebody just bounced in was like, oh man, I'm really into personal training and I'm going to get you abs. How much do you want it? Now maybe we've seen this person before but I've totally forgotten but I've never seen someone love a six-pack so much and these guys are like, well, that's great and all but look, we're already ripped. It's true. Now it did make me laugh but where are we going with this? I do not know. Again, I shall wait and see. When things got spicy. Because it was Dragon Lee versus Lexus King for the North American Championship. And for a good while there, with his amazing new beard, Lexus was doing quite well. Till he made a terrible mistake. Because he hit the D-pad and he taunted the dragon. And he was like, you can't do that to me. And he whipped his ass. This is when Trey Bearhill came to ringside. Because he's still mad at Lexus King for taking him out of the men's breakout tournament. But it meant King forgot that he was in a match. He turned around and he got hit with a dive. Because of course he did. That may have been the official move of 2023, but it will never die. This led to some really good one-two oohs on both sides too. And like the nerd I am, I was like, well, they're definitely not going to change the championship this evening. Little did I know when King applied a single leg Boston crab. And I checked. And no, he's not from Boston. He was born in Kentucky. He then got way overconfident because he thought he had done it. Went from nowhere. Lee just busted out Operation Dragon and he got the three. But at first I was like, well, that's quite a mundane ending for NXT. But I was totally wrong. Because Obafemi just stormed to ringside. I think because he was so mad at Lexus King who wound him up earlier. He wanted to prove that whatever you can't do, I can. He cashed in his contract and he was going to have a North American title match. What? I think Dragon forgot that his HP was already dangerously low because he did this mad dive onto Oba. But when they got back in the ring, Femi grabbed him and it was like earlier. He threw him so far, he almost went out of the camera. Lee still booed him in the face and he went for Operation Dragon. But this Oba is so damn strong. He reversed it by throwing Dragon Lee up to his shoulders. He hit the bomber power. I was like, wait a minute. That's how he won all his tournament matches. And damn it, he did it again. The ref went one, two, three. Brand new North American champion. I totally lost it. It's really smart as well because Dragon Lee doesn't need to be on NXT anymore. He is a SmackDown guy. And everybody has been going nuts about Oberfemi the last few weeks. So why not pull the trigger? That's what NXT is all about. You can kind of do whatever you want. Also, this episode of NXT ended with Femi standing over Dragon Lee as he held aloft his brand new championship. So look at that. In the space of four weeks, we have made a guy. I was a huge fan of this. And it's getting an up. I am very excited to see what he does. It's also really good for the TV show because now, at least for the next few weeks, you will be second-guessing every single match ending. This episode is going to get an up. I love NXT. It's totally wokely crazy. Now, please do click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for Raw, just in case you want to get my takes on everything that happened with CM Punk and Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal. Let's not talk about that. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. And mostly, continue to enjoy pro wrestling. Even if it's something that everybody else hates, you still win because you're enjoying it. And that's what life is all about. Goodbye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.